here we go. Board. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, friends. Hey, hey friends. welcome back. What a what a what a way to start off a new year. Oh yeah, um, you motherfuckers. Just there in case is. you thought that we weren't coming back yeah, strong, sneaking in. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah, you motherfuckers. So, <laughs> so hey, everyone. How's uh, how's life out there in podcast land? I'll tell you what, man. Twenty twenty three was a good year. Yeah, it was. 2024 is going to be better. Yeah, it is. We're going to talk about some things today, and uh, we're going to drink Basil Hayden. Yeah. Let's fucking get into this one, man. Let's, uh... Ooh, that's a good sound. We're going to try to float this bottle. So what we're doing today is we're trying to float uh, the bottles that uh, that are almost you, gone. You got a little splash in there. Give that last one yourself oh, there, champ. Well, I don't have to drive home. I am home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have far to <laughs> What's going on, bud? Uh, just New Year, same me. <laughs> you fucking hey, bro. I like me. <laughs> I like me too. I'm fucking. I'm. You know, I'm 42. Mm-hmm. I have settled into a groove. Yeah. I'm getting kind of stuck in my ways, and it's gonna be increasingly difficult to get me out of them. So when I was younger, we'll say. Because I'm, I'm going to not say that I'm young, but when I was younger. Younger than me. Man. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, you know, and, and talking about diet and health and all the things. And, and uh, it was told to me that your habits are harder to break the longer that you've been doing them. Huh? So, and I, <laughs> I can contest that now because everything that I do now is what I do. And that's all I want to do. Dude, I'm an automaton. I'm a robot. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. The coffee machine's going off. I get up, I brush my teeth, I put deodorant on, I get dressed, I walk out, I make my coffee, mm-hmm. I make my lunch the night before, I put all my crap in my lunchbox, I just put everything in there, and then all of a sudden I'm in my truck. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. there's I'm a, a coffee in here, and there's all this shit, and I'm, oh, okay, I'm ready to go to work. And mm-hmm. then you go to work, and you do your things, and... And it's a Monday to Friday, and it's never ending, and it's monotonous, and it's forever. Uh-huh. And then one day they go, okay, you don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, guess what? And then you, it's like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And Red was here and I'm worried, am I going to hang myself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do now? Uh, yeah, so so before we get into that. So so today, our, we'll, I'll give you a little heads up on our topic, man. It's going to be about work. Yeah. And life and the balance and, and trying to figure out how to fucking do both, man. Because I don't think anybody's figured it out. No, and it's it's a uh, it is a practice what we preach thing. Yes, hundred percent. And I think some of the younger generation maybe is kind of embracing it better than us, but not necessarily. <sighs> so, and then the older generation shit on them for doing that. Yes. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Like, if you want to live in California and be successful. You don't have a life balance. You just have work. No? So <laughs> let me fucking here. Let me dive into this box of box of questions, man. Before we uh, before we uh, get too far into it. So, like you guys know, man, the wives write write questions, and and uh, 
but we're getting we're getting listener questions we are getting into our listener they're, questions. they're populating the box yes, yes so we have quite a few now in there so we'll see what happens what the why don't you cut this out like that okay okay this is a 38 part question that's a tiny piece of paper and it. she it's cut so she cut it so so if you went on joe rogan what would you talk about what would your subject be about what would you bring to the table uh why would you be a good guest on the show i think i think if i went on joe rogan you and i would go on joe rogan 100 percent, because it would be probably talking about our podcast and how we call him out all the fucking time i don't know any other reason we would be invited to joe rogan no, <laughs> but then I think what we would what we would do with Joe Rogan, I think we would talk about hunting because it's our shared yeah because he does that thing that we do. I think that we share a lot of the same political views. Yep, and hopefully we'd get him to drink whiskey. I don't know if Joe Rogan he does. drinks. He does. does he drink? I know he smokes cigars and he, he smokes drink, weed. He smokes cigars and he drinks whiskey on his show. Oh, dude, then we would definitely smoke yeah. cigars and drink whiskey on his yeah, show. And 100%. I think. It would probably, I would like to say, it would be like one of our podcasts. Yes, it would be more like one of ours than one of his, for sure. On his, and he would be like, what the fuck do you two think you bring to the world? Right. And I think we would stand there and kind of, not stand there, we'd sit there and defend ourselves and explain ourselves, but then I think he would kind of be like, okay, well. We would talk whiskey, and you know, I'm not not one of the big weed smokers and and, and doing all that stuff, but... uh, I think if Joe Rogan offered me something, I might smoke a Joe Rogan. I, 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 that's kind of like a one in a lifetime type. Thing. Yeah, dude. Like so, so I would have to do it, man, and and uh, I would just make sure for the next month I didn't get drug tested at work. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> so what? What Joe does, and he's very good at, is letting his guests come on in, just talk, and uh-huh. just ramble about their thing. And we're very interactive, and I think that he would have to interact with us a lot because we'd have a lot of questions for Joe, and yeah. and it would be a conversation like this, and I think. I fucking really think that it would be a good thing for him as much as for us because it's a different side of Joe that you no longer get. He's no longer putting out his things. He's having guests out and he's having famous people and, and you know, people that, you know, not everybody gives a shit about and, and uh, you know, like UFO guys and not everybody believes in UFOs and all, this, all kinds of shit. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people on this show that come on there and tell their thing. But I think if we got on Joe Rogan and kind of just shot the shit with joe i think that'd be good for all of us because then people would get to know him on a personal level because at the end of the day he's a person he's a dude just yeah. like the rest of us and and you know and some people have this huge like oh my god it's a celebrity and they got to be all fucking wonky and weird and shit like no that's another dude that is a dude yeah by the way you know who doesn't give a fuck that he's a celebrity his <laughs> wife and kids yeah exactly his, yeah. his kids are like, oh, you're Joe Rogan? Great. <laughs> yeah, Make cool. me a fucking peanut butter and honey sandwich. I'm hungry, Dad. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, and, uh, you can be Joe Rogan on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. In this house, you're fucking Dad. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're six years old. Yeah, I run your life. Yeah, right, baby. yeah 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, man. And, uh, and I think, I, I really just think it'd be a different side of his podcast, man, that, that he does not do. And maybe he does it on other people's podcasts. I don't know if he fucking goes to other people's podcasts or not. I have no idea. 
I know that, uh, you know, like Tom Segura and Bert, they do one together and, and they have people on and I'm sure that they'd probably do other people's podcasts. And uh-huh. a lot of the celebrities, man, will jump around to help their friends out and, and make yeah. them famous and, and do all the things, you know. So it's kind of what we're looking for our friends to do is kind of help us out and, and jump us around and tell all your friends. But, uh, hey, by the way, we're trying to help our friends out too. Yeah, no, 100%, man. And, and if you have an idea or a thing, man, and, and you want to put it out and, and we can help, we absolutely will. Sure, fuck yeah. So, but yeah, no, I think I think the Joe Rogan podcast, man, I think what we bring to Joe Rogan is something that he's missing, and that's a personal touch. Yeah. So, I think that, uh, but I think we'd definitely talk fucking whiskey and life, man. I think I think it would be like, how did you get to where you are kind of thing? Like, like how are you here now? Because if we're on his show, like, we, we've done some crazy things in our life, too, that put us in a good position to be somewhere. Yeah. So, I think that, that it would be a very, like, okay, what steps did you take to get here versus what we took to get here? Yeah, and there's there's a lot of shared experiences. It doesn't matter how famous you are. No, you, you're a person. You have shared life experiences. Yeah. I would love to take the box of questions and go, by the way, Joe, uh, you have to pick one of these questions <laughs> yeah. that our wives yeah. write, and hopefully it's a fucking doozy. Hopefully it's a zinger. <laughs> and you have to answer it honestly and on the spot. And here we go. This is how we do our podcast. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, and I think that it would be a good time, man. And I think that... Uh, I think we'd get a lot out of it, man, but I think that Joe Rogan would get a lot out of it as well. So let's set that up. Joe, if you're listening, Joe, yeah. anybody know Joe Rogan? Yeah, hey, hook us up. Help us um, out. We'll come change your fucking <laughs> life, man. We'll come we'll just, I'm sure that dude has a good time, and he knows everybody. I mean, he's a celebrity. He's, he's famous, man. There's a lot of normal people. We'll call them normal people, man, not people who anybody, you would walk past me on the fucking street and not even think twice about me. So, um, but that'll, that'll, change your life man that'll make your day better that are just oh, yeah. here to help people and not saying that i'm just here to help people man like i'm not trying to toot my own fucking horn but yeah we're not saying <laughs> yeah no no no. i'm not a, i'm not a good guy by any fucking means man. i'm making but, you laugh i'm not feeding your belly <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. yeah no i'm calling you motherfuckers on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, I'm, not a, I'm not a good dude man i'm not a saint man but uh but i'll give it to you straight man and, and i um I'll tell you how I think it is and not how I think you think it should be. So, yeah. And I think that sometimes, man, people need a fucking slice of humble pie. It's fucking, you know, it's it's a real thing, man. And, and you could be a king and, and a celebrity and think your shit don't stink, man. But I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, you got as much time on this earth as anybody else. And you are you are just another fucking dude. Or another fucking chick, or another woman, or, or whatever the case. You know, you're just whatever a, you are, you're you're, you're, you're another you're the a, them. You're, you're not a fucking <laughs> snowflake, dude. Yeah, no, you're you're not uh, you're not any different than the rest of the assholes on the planet, man. So you know, you just you did things a little differently to get a little more fame, and, and people followed you a little sooner. But uh, at the end of the day, you're a person. You fucking you put your shoes on. You know, you put your pants on. You got to go shopping. You got to eat. You got to fucking live. I mean, there's. You're a person. You're you're fucking one of us. <laughs> so yep. embrace it. So embrace it, man. And uh, and uh, but I think it'd be good, man. And I think it would be. I think it'd be fun. I really think it'd be fun to be on Rogan. I think it'd be rad. So Joe, Joe, we're we're ready to come on the show. We're here. Come on, come on. We'll bring you whiskey. Let's get into it. Today, yes. not only are we going to talk about work. Yeah. We're going to talk about work life balance. Right. Which is become an ever increasingly pertinent topic yeah. and i've heard it it's funny i've been in my organization for over a decade now and it's become more and more and more important it's something that our executives talk more and more about i got an email 
couple months ago that said, "Hey, Jack, you have uh, you're getting awfully close to being at your cap for vacation time. Mm-hmm. You know, your work life balance is very important, and you need to take some time." Yeah, it was a corporate, yeah, like form letter that I think got automatically sent Probably. out. Probably, but still, it's something that a lot of people now are are preaching more and trying to practice more so here's the thing right so execs have always always been like oh just take vacation like yeah no mm-hmm. you need it but when you start trickling down that line of like who's important and who needs to fucking be here them dudes don't get vacation no they, there's you there's no time off there's no fucking there's no okay i'm gonna take a week because hey nobody knows what's going on on your project so we're similar in that, man. And like I've said a thousand times, man, me and Jack are very different. You guys are going to fucking find out why here again. <laughs> You're going to find out some more shit here again, why we're, we're, we're fucking polar opposites, man. But same, same, man. Like, I can't take real time off work. Like, I there's no, there's no fucking... In the military, you could take a month off and nobody would miss you. If I took a month off here, I'm losing all of my customers. We travel together. Yeah. We'll be going somewhere. We'll be going pig hunting, or we'll be driving to go um, to Vegas. Mm-hmm. We did uh, Paso Robles. No. Paso Robles. Yeah, we did Paso. Yeah. So driving yeah. up to Paso Robles, and we're all, Jarrett's yeah. on his phone, I'm on my phone. Kendra's on her phone, back to Jarrett, back to me. Yeah. And we're answering emails, and we're taking and people will call and be like, oh shit, are you on vacation? And they go, <laughs> yeah. And they go, hey, okay, but real quick. Yeah, yeah, but since you answered. Yeah, yeah but like. And that's bad on us for answering. Well, but we're so conditioned. Yeah. It, it, everything is at your fingertips now. If it, if this was the 90s and they called your landline or whatever, like, or beat you, paged you, like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not checking in. You're not home. But they can fucking call you wherever you are now. And it's, it, it's, it's hard to not answer the phone because like yeah i'm sure for you too but like for me like if somebody's calling i know that they have a fucking problem yeah i know there's a problem and i can't just fucking red button you and be like fucking figure it out because i so i'm in sales if you've never fucking heard this podcast welcome with this is shattered wisdom and <laughs> and he's jacking up jared and this is what we fucking do but uh <laughs> this is what we do outside of our job yeah outside of our job yeah no we we're we're we are real working stiffs, but we we live different lives, man. We're we're really good friends, man. And I think because we live such separate lives, man, and then just fucking <laughs> crazy polar opposites, man. I think it works really well for us. Uh, I'm in sales. I have a customer base, man, where I only take care of my friends. I you know I've gotten to a point in my life where I only take care of my friends now, and if they call, man, I like I I'm not gonna leave them hanging. I can't I can't do that to them. Yeah. But you're you deal with like real time problems and need an answer. Oh right now. no, like got a, like somebody's got a real fucking problem right now. Well, and the problem with us too, and this is an us problem, uh, and I catch myself saying this all the time. I'll tell her, "Hey, I'm going on vacation, hmm? but I got my phone on me." Right. And yeah. It, with that caveat. Yeah. yeah that, but you're inviting them to mm-hmm. call you or interrupt you when you're trying to have this work life balance. I already put that out there, and I say it, and then I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah. Oh, dude, there's, so there's days where, like, I'm at your house, or we're out doing Wine Wednesdays, or we're out hanging out, you know, and I'm getting phone calls, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I, it's 7 o'clock at night, I have to, t- I have to take this call. And that's it, the one that's the worst. Yeah. The one that's at, like, 7 o'clock at yeah. night, and you're two cocktails in, and yeah. you go, ooh. And it's almost yeah. like a Russian roulette. Like, do I take it? Do I yeah. don't? Uh, that, 
that's usually the ones that freak me out. Yeah. Well, I do. So I tell my friends, man, hey, you call me after hours, you get what you get. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm a person too, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not driving to see you. No. You know, it, it, especially on, on, on our old Wednesdays, man, we've kind of gotten away from it lately, and, and it's kind of just been a whole different thing. But uh, but our old Wednesdays were Wine Wednesdays. Yeah. And we would start drinking around 5, 5.30. Uh-huh. In the neighborhood, let the kids play. And, you know, I don't say that like we're alcoholics because we're not. We're just, you know, enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, no, we'd have a good time, man. And, and we would sit and drink. And, and there were times, you know, I've, I've worked at a couple of companies. And, and at my last company, I, um, I would get calls for problems that should have been solved at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'm getting a call at 7 o'clock at night about it. So yeah. uh, there's a lot of that, man. And, and in sales and, and doing my thing that I do, man, and your word and your name is all you have in this industry, man. Mm-hmm. My dad told me that very early. And if you continuously screw your people over, they're not your people anymore. I will answer my phone if I can. You know, like if I if we're at a, a hockey game or something, man, I'm not I'm not picking up my phone. It's loud. There's a bunch yeah. of shit going on. You know, we're out. You know, and and I try to not I try to not answer the phone if I'm out with with you know the family. But I mean, like I'll tell Hunter like, hey, bud, like I got to dad's gonna take this call you know and, and he he understands you know to somewhat you know like but he'll tell me like dude you always work like yeah. like when are you gonna have a day off <laughs> and I'm like, i don't know man because even if we do cruises man my boss is like i just buy wi-fi yeah i'm like all right like, and it it's not the end of the world for me man i don't i don't uh i because i tell all of my guys like hey i'm going on vacation if you have a fucking emergency I need to know about it anyway, so just fucking reach out to me because if I gotta light somebody's ass on fire on vacation, you're getting fuck. I'm gonna motherfuck you up and down the street because I'm trying to enjoy my vacation. Why can't you do your job? Yeah, well, it's funny too. You say that. So growing up, you know, my dad did construction. We never went on vacations. Right. We never went on fam- We or our family vacations were very short. Yeah. Or it was never a vacation like what we've taken with our kids. Right. So it is a step in the right direction, at least what we're doing. Oh, 100%. We are all on vacation. You're right. Are there are there moments in the vacation where we're working? Yeah. And yeah. that sucks. But you know what? 85% of the vacation, we're on vacation. Yeah, yeah, we're having yeah, a good yeah. time. Yeah, 100%. Man. And, and, and so like Kendra will not, she doesn't have to take off her hours that she works, right? So she can, yep. she'll be like, hey, I work. so I don't have that option in my thing where I could be like, hey, I worked. These, these, so I take blocks, right? I got to take an eight hour shift off. I got to take the whole day off. But I have so much flexibility in my job, man, that I don't even mind because if I need to go do something during the hunter gets hurt at school, I don't even call. Like, I'm just like, I'm going home. Like, I'm, I'm going to go pick up my fucking kid. Yeah. I can, you can call me on my phone. I can work from fucking anywhere. I got this thing. So I, so I have a lot of flexibility, man. So I don't, I don't necessarily mind as much as I, you know, could or should that. That sometimes, you know, when I'm actually taking PTO and I got to talk to people or do, or do my fucking, you know, my actual job, you know. So this is where you're going to figure out the difference between me and Jack. But uh, I'm in sales and Jack is a superintendent. Yeah. And Jack gets up before the sun and I get up when my phone rings for the first time. <laughs> so, But I mean, in, like, obviously in times of emergency, like when Kendra and her mom got in a car accident. Yeah. I ran off my job site. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I left my shit and yeah. everybody's like... The superintendent is running across the job site <laughs> yeah. and getting in his truck. Yeah, Are, do, do we all run? 
dude, did he see a fire? That's or something? a problem. There's, <laughs> the captain is leaving the ship. What the fuck? Yeah. And I'm calling people from the road. My wife got in a terrible car accident. I got to go figure it out. Don't yeah. burn the fucking place down. I'll be back. Yeah. And so, I was just like, I got my cell phone. If I have to answer the phone on the road, I will. Yeah. Got to send emails. You know, and that's you know, I send emails and, and answered questions and things and texts. And my job can be done from anywhere. Yeah. Taking time for ourselves is something that we really don't key in on. Right. My company pays for my phone, mm-hmm. but I carry one phone. So it's yeah. personal and work. And what a lot of people do, and which may be something I should have done, is they get a personal and a work phone. And then when they go on vacation, they turn that fucking yeah. work phone off. And there are a lot of folks that I work with that I don't have their personal cell phone numbers. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. I don't need them. I'm jealous of them because I didn't yeah, fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, so I, I do that, right? So I have a personal phone and a, and a work phone. And sometimes the problem is, though, is that... So I, like I said, man, I'm friends with a lot of my... I would say 95% of my customer base, I'm like, come to my house, come to my party, you know, like, oh, yeah. basis with. So they all have my personal number. Yeah, they just go around <laughs> yeah, it. They're just fucking, oh, your, your fucking phone was forwarded, so I called you here. I know, man, if they're calling me on my personal phone, like, it's either, hey, I'm your friend, I want to check in, I want to talk to you, or, man, I got this fucking problem and you're the only one who can solve it. Yeah. So, so you have to get up early in the morning, before the sun, because traffic is fucking shit. So if you're not from California, don't fucking move here. I repeat, don't fucking move here. <laughs> we are full. California is full. But yeah, we this is a commuter town, man. So everybody oh, here yeah. is going somewhere else. There's really not where we live in in our little in our little I'm not telling you motherfuckers where we live, but in a here, little village. Everybody travels. I mean, it, and it's cuz there's nothing really around here as far as I'll call it real work. You know, you I mean you could work yeah. at McDonald's here or or in and out or whatever, you know, and and live down the street and that's fine, but if you are in construction or if you are in something big, you're not doing it in this town. No. You you will be very lucky if you do that, but right. even so it's what are you willing to sacrifice? Will you sacrifice an hour of your day each way? Right. You know, and I'm on the road at 445. Mhm. And I'm an hour right now. I'm in. I'm. I am generally at least an hour. Mm-hmm. Now I'm an hour and fifteen there, and I'm hour and a half to two hours home. Yeah. So I'm. I'm three and a half to four hours of commute time right. on top of on top the of hours work. that I yeah. work. On top of work. That's my lifestyle. That's what I've always known. That's yes. what I've known for a long time. Not to say that it's good. And for, it just is what it is. Yeah, for me, I utilize the time when I'm driving mm-hmm. to think about my day and plan my day out. Right. I, I do a tremendous amount of thinking, and I have a, a mentor of mine, and he actually carries a tape recorder, like an old. He's a kind of old school, like an old school tape recorder. Hmm. And he says, I'm, "I'll be driving to work, and I'll think about something, and I'll record it." And huh. it's that little like pocket, yeah. fucking deal. He records this shit on the way to work and the way home, and it's it's his way of taking notes and obviously right. not being as, as distracted of a driver. No, 100%. Be. Smart. And he does that, but that's... And even what's funny, too, is is Kendra said, like, my drive home, it's when I decompress. Yeah. yeah. So, so for people who don't know, man, in California, traffic starts around 4 a.m., I would say. Dependent upon the freeway. Depending on the freeway you go to, yeah. Five, so. five for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, you're fucked. You leave after five o'clock, I don't give a fuck where you're going, you're fucked. 
So I have the the benefit, we'll call it, of if I look at traffic in the morning, I get up in the morning, I look at traffic, and it's fucking terrible, I can take side streets to job sites. Uh-huh. I don't have to be in any one place at any specific time. When you have a million places to oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Any, anywhere I see fucking cones, anywhere I see fucking anything. For people who drive around all day, if you paid attention to what's around you, there's nonstop construction going on right now. It is fucking everywhere. So I could hit any of those things throughout the day and not have to be there at a specific time or a specific in a specific place. If I'm going east and, and traffic's terrible, then I'll go north. Like I can I can just jump streets and, and sometimes I get lost on purpose because well, it's hard to get lost because I know this place, but like I'll drive through <laughs> streets that I'm not, you know, super familiar with, um, to look for new things. Things that aren't things that I don't see every day because I've you know, if you take the same road to the same place every time you only see what's on that road. That's something that people don't tend to factor in or think about. Hmm? As they go, oh, I work nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. No, you but, don't. <laughs> but you leave at eight. And you, you leave at eight if you work if you six. work close. Yeah. If you work close, you're. But if you work where like where you work, because you your job technically you could be on on site at six, but your job site doesn't start kicking till what like seven seven yeah. So here's just a, exactly today. I left at 4.45 a.m. Which means that you're getting up well before that. And I got home at 5.15 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And so when we talk about work-life balance, mm-hmm. it's it's time away from home. And I, I've always been a person that gets up early, always been a morning person. Mm-hmm. I will always sacrifice my time in the morning because my kids are never going to be up at 4:45. No. I am never going to see my kids. I'm never going to sit down and have breakfast with my kids. I'm not going to have breakfast. Yeah. I have no hair. I have a beard. <laughs> I do all this stuff at night so mm-hmm. when I I can sleep as long as possible in the morning. In the morning, yeah, 100%. I wake up and I hopefully am out of the house like 20 minutes after I wake up. Right. And but I would I would rather get up early and go into work early. Yeah. To spend the time with my family in the afternoon. 100%. Because no one's going to get up at fucking 3 o'clock with me in the morning. Mm-hmm. If I can get up at 3 and go to work and then I can get home by like 4. Yeah. Then I have that time in the afternoon to spend with them. And that's right. more, that's when they're awake and alive yeah. and doing all that kind of stuff. Spending time with your with your spouses yeah, and your it's kids. It's important. It's, it's hard. You come home and you want to spend time with everybody you want to spend time with your spouse. You want to spend time with your kids. If you got young kids, your kids a lot of times tend to go to bed before Earlier. you and your spouse yeah, yeah. do. After the kids go to bed, we get an hour. Well, because you got to fucking punch out and reset and do the whole fucking four o'clock in the morning thing again. Like, there's not enough hours in the day to to get everything you want done. Yep. Because you have to go to sleep, and your body. I mean, I'm sure you're fucking exhausted at the end of the day. Like, your body's like, okay, hey, I'm in my routine. Shut down. Yeah, I'm done. Good night. Yeah, I'm done. But then it trickles into like your weekends. Yeah, you no. want to go on a date? Yeah, I, I want to go on a date. I want to take my wife out. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then I haven't seen my kids. Also, right. I I see my wife and my children for the same amount of time. Yeah. And then what do I do? Do I sacrifice the relationship with my wife and the time that we can spend together? Mm-hmm. And my kids stay home and they stay with a the babysitter. They come stay with you. They do whatever. I, it's it's never you get pulled in so many directions. Yeah, 
Well, and then you got to think too, like your parents and, and your sister, and like everybody wants uh-huh. some of your time, which is fine, you know. Like I and I get that, but like you only have so much. You uh-huh. only have so much to give, and it's you know it's a it's for you and for them too. Like if they're gonna come see you, everything's a drive. Yeah. Like they don't they live close ish, but they don't live around the corner. You know, they're not they don't live where I live, where you can just come over here every day and fucking hang out. You know, they it's a it's a process to get to them. You know, and JJ's sisters they live fucking close. Luckily for her, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't listen to this podcast, so fuck them. Last week, perfect example. Kids are on break. Soccer game at noon during the week. I'm like, hey, people work. Like, just because your kid's fucking not in school doesn't mean that you're just at home. Yeah, we the whole world doesn't shut down. No, like, like I would l- love, love to have fucking the vacation time that my kid has. Sure, yeah, I'll take I'll take spring break off with him and... and oh, in summer? Yes, yeah, 100%. Oh, I'd be a different person. Yeah. This podcast would be very different. Yeah, I'll do it all for sure. <laughs> you know, Cameron plays JV on, on her soccer team, and I'd love to support her. You know, she's a big deal to me, but... You know, on a fucking Tuesday or Wednesday at noon, like, I can't guarantee that I can come to your thing. And Maddox, yeah. too, man. Maddox, you know, uh, so Natalie has a son named Maddox, and, and he plays hockey. And he will have fucking hockey games, like, fucking noon during the week, like, three times a week. I'm like, how do you fucking do this? And Maddox is 14? Yeah. How does one expect a child to get to a hockey game? Yeah. Just, Just fucking you figure it Uber? out. Yeah, and Natalie Natalie has a good job, like a real job where she actually like put her on blast. She works the, for the gas company. Like she can't just be like, well, fucking hey, I'm out of here. I got this thing, you know. And a lot of the parents will homeschool their kids to play this travel hockey league or whatever. And when I was a kid, man, weekends that's the you weren't playing shit during the week. Otherwise, my parents were like, fucking, no, I'm not picking you up at noon on a Tuesday. I'm not taking time off fucking work to go take you to a baseball game. But then you're also perpetuating the cycle, mm-hmm. and you're teaching your kids. I'll never forget some friends of ours. Their son was in Little League, Pop Warner football, and soccer at the same time. Oh, fuck that. This one little boy, and I wanted to look at him. And that, mind you, at that time, I had no children. Mm. And I looked at this, and I said, guys, it's too much. Right. Oh, well, he sleeps. He sleeps between his baseball <laughs> game to his soccer game and then he sleeps between his soccer game and his pop warner game and i said that's because he's 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 like growing number one he's growing as a human being Mm -hmm. so he's always tired because he's growing and then you're having this person do all this shit yeah and you're driving them to all this and you're setting them up in this young fast-paced lifestyle right that eventually they're gonna burn themselves out. A on. lot of kids burn out on shit. They don't I, want to do it anymore. I had an inspector on my job site, and he said my son is. They did the little league baseball, and then baseball middle school club, uh, JV varsity baseball. Got a full ride scholarship to go to a college, and he looked at his dad and he said, "I don't want to play baseball anymore." Yeah. And he said, son, you have a full ride scholarship. And he said, that means I have to play baseball for another four years. And he yeah. said, you're right, but that also means you don't have to pay for college. Which helps me. <laughs> and he just looked at his dad and he said, I just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And he said, it's not fun. Yeah. And I just don't want to do it anymore. A lot of parents without realizing 
You know, and don't get fucking mad because you're a fucking parent who does this. But you sign your kids up for all of these things thinking that it's best for them. But it's because it's what you did. Uh And it's what you want your kids to do. You know, and and by the time that they get old enough to to tell you, like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. You know, they're they're remarkable players and you've spent all this money and all this time. and, And they're just like, it's not fun anymore. Like, the second that it's it's a job for a fucking kid to play a sport, you fuck that up. You fucking ruin that for that kid. It's, it's supposed to be a fun thing. It's supposed to be a an enjoyable experience for our kids to go out and, and play these games and do these things. Man, like, Hunter lives and breathes and eats fucking soccer. He watches soccer videos. He plays soccer video games. He fucking just loves soccer. But I'm like, hey, do you want to play anymore? And he's like, yeah, no, I want to play. I'm not like, hey, you're going to fucking play because I, w- I need to yeah. travel seven fucking weeks out of the year and do... Th-. Like, no. It is a fucking commitment. And and kids, especially when they get into high school, they don't want to do it anymore because they want to spend time with their friends. Yep. And we tell our kids all the time, uh, they want to grow up so fast. Oh, kids want to do adult stuff. Yeah. Ella wants to be 35-year-old mother of four <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and she's always babysitting, and, you know... We went to Colorado. We went and visited my my sister in law, my brother in law, and their their beautiful baby James. Yep. And Ella falls right in line. James is he's on a schedule. This kid. Oh yeah. Dude, every three hours, the kids eating. They're doing this thing, and Ella falls right in line with the schedule. Yeah. I'll hold the baby. I'll feed the baby. She's changing yeah. him. And I look at her at one point, and she's sitting next to me on the couch, and I just had a real quiet moment with her, and I said, you know, you don't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. And she said, I know, but I want to. And I said, but you're 12. Yeah. And I said, and it's okay to be 12 and be on vacation? Yeah. And I said, you don't have to do all this stuff to try to make people happy or, or feel like you need to do this? And she said, no, I want to do it. And I said, okay. Yeah. I, I said, great, honey. If you do, that's fantastic because... Your Aunt Jenna and Uncle Jimmy, they'll, they will happily take yes. it. They'll take all the help. But yeah. you are also still a kid, and I look at them and how much I work and my wife works. Yeah, they don't and need we, to start doing that shit now. No, but we and we try to like preserve that. Yeah. Like, hey, man, this is the best time of your life. Yeah. And I know you don't. You look at us and think that this is the best time of our life. <laughs> yeah. No. Right no. where yeah. you are right now is great. You have no job. You're too young to have a job. Yeah. You can't drive. You yeah. can't do all this shit. You have zero financial responsibilities. Dude, dig it. Hey, yeah. I want to do some chores and get some allowance and go get some money to spend. Yeah, I want to go buy cool. candy or ice cream. They, yeah. You know, when you're a kid, you buy dumb shit because yeah. you, what is money to you? Yeah, but that's all I want. Yeah. I don't have to contribute to a 401k or healthcare or shit. Like, live in that fucking moment. Yeah. Love that portion of your life. You hurry through that because you feel like you're missing out on something. Yes. You know, hey, I, when I grow up, I can make all my own rules and I can do this and I can do that. And then you get here and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I can't to a certain point. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I When we started, we were talking about, you know, uh, how younger generations kind of embrace the work-life balance more. Yeah. So here's the difference that I find in people, right? You fucking care about what you do and that's why you are the person you are. If yes. you don't give a fuck... Then it doesn't matter. You, 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 bro. I, I'd look at my phone ring three hundred fucking times and be like, fucking red button, red button. Like, fuck you. I'm on vacation. 
But when you actually care about what you do, man, and when you're establishing a career and you want to do better for yourself and for your family, because realistically, dude, the reason we go to fucking work every day and the reason that we do the things that we do is, is to provide and to move up in our lives because we want to do better. If you are content where you're at, then you you don't care. You you have you you're where you're at, and you fucking hey, I'm the manager at McDonald's. I'm gonna stay here forever because I make forty eight thousand dollars a year, and that's enough for me to live, and I'm happy, and I'm content. Good on you. Good on you. That's great. But I want to fucking run a company. I want to like I want to be the guy. I want to you know I, I want my people to talk about like man. I called Jared at three o'clock in the morning. He fucking answered my phone call. Nobody else does that. And you're telling your friend, and your friend's telling his friend, and his friend's telling his friend. I've had guys on job sites, you know, from two separate companies, and they've been talking about, you know, shoring, and, and well, who's your guy? And, and uh, my buddy Danny was like, well, Jared's my guy. Jared over at, uh, you know, whatever, XYZ company. I'm at United now, so Jared at United. <laughs> and uh, my buddy Dave was like, Jared's my guy, too. Like, he's fucking solid, man. He's fucking, you know, so when you put a, your name out in an industry, man, and, and people know you for being solid and stand up and fucking caring and, and being there for people, it gets you a lot further. Like, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't answer those phone calls on vacation. Like, and I tell JJ that too. Like, hey, like, I know that it sucks for you guys and I, and I, and I'm sorry, but I wouldn't be where I am today or who I am today if I didn't fucking suck it up. Take those hard fucking calls and, and sacrifice that time, man. And it's not fair because it's not time that we're going to get back. You'll never get that. Like, I fucking, I went to Hawaii with, you know, the family and everything. And I worked the whole time I was in Hawaii. And you'll never get that time back. And it's unfortunate. But if you look at it like I had to, to be where I am today, to where I can fucking leave and, and pick my son up from school or, or whatever you know to be the to be the person that i am today like i had to go through that shit and it's same thing with like all the struggles you went through in life man like you have to go through shit to get to where you want to be on the other side to have a good fucking life the difference that i've done that your father and my father i know our fathers didn't mm-hmm. is i've set boundaries with my organization oh yeah no they didn't uh i'm gonna have dinner with my kids mm-hmm and be the nature of Kendra's job, like there are nights that she has night meetings and she has to work late, and I have to get my kids, and I'm going to do that. Right. Period. Yeah, no question. And by the way, the reason or the way that I'm going to accommodate that is I'm going to work my ass off during the hours right. that I'm here. Yeah, the twelve hours that I'm on this fucking job yeah. site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I are you and I are great guys. Yeah, we're a lot of fun to hang out with. We have a lot of fun with each other. We have a lot of fun with our friends. Mm-hmm. But you and I are very different. Fucking yeah, bro. We are night and day. And there's a lot of people that love us for our different personality right. types because you guys, you're going to do this and Jack's going to do this and Jared's going to get this and this is how we're yeah. going to be. And, and you know what? I have all those other people in my life too. Yeah. You, well, you, you got to have them. Well, so so my right. wife and your wife, right? So we're we're all polar opposites, man. So so vacation. Let me fucking draw this out for you guys in case you haven't heard this fucking podcast before. Jack and JJ are up before the sun. Yep. Every time we vacation together, and you have to come hit me with a stick, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, it's nine o'clock. Are you going to get up today or whatever the case? You know, like when I'm on vacation, man. Like I want to, I want to have a good time. I want to, you know, enjoy ourselves. But I also want to fucking sleep until you know till i get up and, and jj's like hey 
Like, fucking, you're the last one to sleep. Like, you need to get the fuck out of like, Dude, Kendra's a, Kendra's a close second behind you. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's a cat. When she when she gets the opportunity to, that woman's going to sleep. Same, same. Like, I can't close my eyes at night and go to sleep. Like, JJ can be asleep in three minutes where I just lay there for hours. And I'm just like, I wish I could fucking turn it off and go to sleep. I can't. But I look at the other thing, too, and my dad, we talk about our dads a lot, but uh, my dad is, he just turned 81. 81. Dad yeah. just turned 81. He still works 30 hours a week as a consultant <laughs> yeah. for uh, the architecture firm that he works mm-hmm. for. He and my mom have uh, a business where they oversee the reconstruction or remodel of historic homes on the East Coast. Okay. But my parents... And all the... So they live on... Cape Cod. On Cape Cod. And all of the houses on Cape Cod are, are historic homes, pretty much? The houses in the area where they live and some surrounding areas are. Okay. But what ends up happening is they're very valuable homes. Oh, 100%. So people will come and buy them for a large dollar figure. Right. And they want to completely modernize and remodel the inside. And there's a lot of homes. You're not allowed to, right? No, you can do the inside, but the outside, the outside has, has to, to remain historically okay. accurate. So you can't you can't knock these houses down and build your fucking no. mega mansion on them. No. No, you have to build inside the existing space. There's there's a tremendous amount of work that goes into doing that. And one of the homes that my dad oversaw, uh, these people bought it uh, for eight hundred thousand dollars. They, An 1800s home? <laughs> uh, 18, this was like 1860s. They hired a company that came in, paid the guy. They were $400,000 into the remodel, and the guy started to ghost them. No. Yeah. And it's the worst general contractor story construction yeah. you've heard a million times. Guy starts having problems. Yeah. Uh, my dad was helping a neighbor across the street with something he did, and my dad started to kind of build this reputation of, hey, this guy knows what he's fucking yeah. doing. My dad goes into the home, walked in, and stopped at the front door and went, uh... None of this is safe. <laughs> no. He, he literally said, I don't feel safe walking in this house. We need to get a building inspector in here to have him take a look at it. No. And the building inspector walked in and started looking at things, and he and my dad started, yeah, this, this, this is wrong, this. this is wrong, and that's wrong, and there were major structural components, yeah, that were wrong. That my dad just knows through all his years and his expertise, yeah, you shouldn't do this. Long story short, he's doing thirty hours a week at eighty-one years old for this other, for the, the right, his architecture. Well, and and he doesn't have to work. Your dad's your dad's okay. He oh, yeah. wants no, to work. Financially, he's fine. Yeah. And he does this on the side. But the sad thing that he told me one day, I said, are you ever going to stop? And he said, I'm afraid that if I stop, I'm going to die. Well, and that's the going trend, right? So, like, we talked about cops five years. Yeah, five years. Construction's not far behind that. Nope. I mean, like, you had, like, because you're so on the go all the time. As soon as your body relaxes, everything catches up. 
And it's like, oh, no, like, I, you've been fucking using and abusing me. In the military, man, I drink fucking two monsters a day in the morning to get oh, yeah. up and fucking, like, I can only imagine, like, construction. You're smoking a pack of fucking cigarettes. I mean, they, oh, yeah. these dudes, these dudes fucking lived hard lives, man. And, and when you think about old school, like, roughneck men, fucking construction workers, dude, these guys drink a 12-pack for lunch. <laughs> like, these, oh, yeah. like, these motherfuckers were hard motherfuckers, and they lived that life. And that's my concern is Kendra and I have been very financially responsible mm-hmm. and have been looking forward to the future. And I think that's great. I'd love to retire. 60, but I need an exit strategy. Yeah, I do not want to work into my 80s. No, and I, I would love to retire at 55 or 60, but I need, there's got to be something. And, and we laugh and joke and go, what if we won the lottery right now? Yeah, that's, that's the American dream. That's the redneck retirement plan. Yeah. I would I would love it. If I won the fucking lottery now, right now, For sure. great. I would slow down for like two months. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I'm going to we're building need, a compound. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to need things to do or I'm going to get into drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And I, there's, there's something else will will fulfill my time that won't be yes. positive and, and moving forward. So I need something. And I, I think about that very consciously. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 42. Yeah. Uh, there's a potential that I can retire in the next 15 years. Yeah. That would be great. But what am I going to do? In 15 years, oh, I'll have one daughter who's uh, 27 mm-hmm. and one daughter who's 23. Yeah. And if they're so married. Be through college. They'll be through college, but if they're married and then they have kids, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But do they? We're not all going to live in the same mm-hmm. fucking space anymore. No. Now, if one of them uh, goes to Washington State and the other one's in Florida, right? The, okay, then then where does that put us? And where do we? And I mean, trying to so the whole work life balance now transitions. It it carries through your entire life oh, until it, you retire. Yeah. Well, it carries through. So then just life balance, right? So like yeah. if you have multiple children who live in multiple states, how do you see them all of the time? So so JJ's parents, and I dig this, man, they um, will travel in their motorhome. They will just fucking, hey, you know what? We're going to take a cross-country trip. And they will go see whatever the fuck they want to see. And they'll stop in and see their friends and do their things, man. And, and all three of their daughters live right here, you know, very close. And they can see each other every time they want. But uh, but I want to have the financial freedom to just be like, you know what? I'm going to take a fucking three-month-long trip and go see whatever I want. I think that that keeps you active, keeps you alive, keeps you moving, keeps you with some kind of fucking goal in mind, man. And you don't have to get up every morning with a, with a purpose. But if you get up and you're like, hey, today we're going to go do this, it gives you something to look forward to for the day. Sure, and I can't tell you how many, how many guys. Because I talked to, I got a lot of guys in my industry that are, I've known for ten years, and there's yeah. some, some of them I love very near and dear that are getting ready to to punch out. Yeah, and that's what they all say. I want to travel. I had one guy. I'll never forget him. His name is Jesse. He was a labor foreman for us, and we all love Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jesse ran the show for the laborers. Good guy. You walk up, hey boss, hey, what's going on? Just, uh, there's not enough nice things I can say about him. He was getting ready to retire. He was going to retire on a project I was on. 
And I said, what are you going to do when you retire? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, Jack? Uh, I got divorced like 15 years ago. I don't owe my ex-wife anything. Perfect. My kids are grown. They're out of school. I have grandkids. They're all on their own. Mm-hmm. My house is paid off. My car is paid off. I owe no debts. Hmm. I'm going to get X amount of dollars from my pension, and I, I owe nothing to anybody. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to read the newspaper. I'm going to find out where something fun or cool is happening, and I'm going to go there. Yeah. And I said, and then what? And he said, <laughs> then when I get bored, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And he said, I would love to buy one-way plane tickets. Oh, dude, you just fucking figure it out until you're bored? Yep. And he said, I'll buy a one-way plane ticket and go somewhere for a couple weeks. And then I go, ah, I'm bored of this. I'm going to buy another one-way plane ticket. And I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And he goes, I have a condo. So there's really no maintenance. I have no pets. Mm-hmm. I have nothing tying me down to what I have here. And he said, by the way, when I'm bored with that, I'm going to go visit my grandkids. So financial freedom is something that very few people have. Oh, it yeah. is a it is a rarity. So I don't know. I got to know the statistics, man, and I can't speak for everybody. But there have been a lot of people who will fucking take out a second on their home, right? Because they want to buy something else or they want to do something nice or whatever the case, right? So you never pay off anything that you fucking own. And in California, in many states, you never truly own your shit because you're paying property taxes on it forever. I mean, you're, you're fucking forever paying on your shit. You never own it. No. So you're never out of fucking debt, right? Like, you might have had your house paid off, you know, and then that's, like I said, that's a rarity, man. Like, you think about these 30-year mortgages, bro, they're forever. They're, they're especially now, you know, they're big fucking dollars and they're forever. But uh, if you play it right, you pay it off early. Like, there's if you pay one extra payment, so here's some wisdom. If you pay one extra house payment a year, uh-huh. you cut your fucking loan in half. Huh? We do that kind of shit. Yeah. Kendra plays those games yeah. all the time. So that's that's a fucking... That is a quick way to turn your 30-year mortgage into a 15 because anything extra you pay towards your mortgage goes towards principal. It does not go towards your interest. So your principal is coming down, so your interest is naturally going to come down. But um, So if you're looking to buy a house, I would not do it right now with this economy. No. But uh, I don't think that you guys are ever going to get too... To three percent again. I don't. I really. I don't fucking see it. But the other thing to think about too is it's never too early to start planning for your future. No. And, and the, I, I robbed that line. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure from like a Merrill Lynch commercial probably, or some probably. shit like that. But it's it's never too too early to sit there and go okay. And obviously we can't predict the future, but no. we can plan the best for it. The work life balance that we have now right. is what is going to allow that lifestyle to be lived at that age. So here's the thing for, for if we have young listeners, man, if you do it early, you don't have to do it late. Mm-hmm. If you make sacrifices from 18 to let's say 30, yeah, because life doesn't, I, I'm a fucking firm believer in life doesn't start till 30. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. Oh no. You have not made it nope. anywhere in your fucking career, your life, your anything until you're 30. If you can sacrifice from eight to 30, and, you know, if you join the military and you and you retire at, at 38, right? So that's 20 years. 20 years you draw retirement forever. At 38, David's going to be retired. Mm-hmm. Can you fucking imagine 
not having to work but wanting to work. Our friend, Carlos, does not have to work. Mm-hmm. He wants to work. He's 53. He's 53. And he's he went, retired. He went, he's retired. He was retired for three years and went back to work. Went back to work. But he does not have to work. Nope. He could stay home and be very comfortable. But when you retire young, I think you get bored. Yeah. And I, but I, then again, it goes back to the concern about keeping yourself busy. Right. And the five-year lifespan for, yeah, for that's a terrible. lot of that's retirement folks. That's fucking terrible statistics. You will worry yourself into the grave. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that, and I know that enough about myself to go, okay, fuck, if I retire at 55, i got to fucking figure out something to do. Right. Well, I'm going to be dead by yeah, 60. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm 56. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm 57. Oh, I don't have a hobby. Oh, yeah. oh. And I, I would worry myself when yeah, I didn't do it fucking early grave. Yeah. If I could go back and tell some young folks about work and work-life balance, mm-hmm. obviously your kids are, your kids will become the number one priority in your life. 100%. If your kids do not become, excuse me, become the number one priority in your life, you have a problem. Yeah, you are the problem. You are the problem. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a tough dad. I'm a hard dad. Hmm? I'm a disciplinarian, but I want to give my kids all the things they want all the time. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to earn all the things. I want them to understand that responsibility. Yes. And I want them to feel that feeling of accomplishment to mm-hmm. know that, like, I've earned this. But I want to give them all the stuff all the time. Yeah. And I want them to do all the things and have all the experiences that I didn't. I want all that for them. They'll never understand at their age the sacrifice that I've made to help with that. Yeah. But they will appreciate it at one point in their life yeah. when they are doing the same thing for their kid. My parents were workaholics. I'm sure that your parents were workaholics. Yeah. You know, and, and um, so vacations weren't a thing, and, and all oh. of the things were not things. So naturally, you want to do that for your kids, right? Like it, it. I have the financial means to do whatever, whatever the fuck we want. Like, uh, like you want to take a vacation, you want to go to Europe, whatever, like we can do that. So I want my son to have those experiences, right? Like I want him to be able to enjoy life. I want him to be happy. I want him to like. Not ever be like, well, fucking, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. No, I want to be able to, to take him places and show him things, and and because I want to go see things too, you know, like I want to, yeah. I want to go do all these things too. I think that would be fun. But it's rad to do that with them. Yeah, with them. That's the whole point. Is that you can vacation all by yourself, all you know, forever if you wanted to. But it is so nice to see the enjoyment in your kid's face when you pull up to. We swam with dolphins, right? Oh yeah, in Cabo. The enjoyment. On the kids' faces, you can't replicate that. You cannot, like, you can't get that fucking moment back. And it was not like a, oh, man, if we do this, we can't buy lunch. You know, it was like, yeah, like, no, like, like, I want to do this with my family to experience this. And we all did it together. I mean, there was fucking 37 of us. I mean, there there were a lot of us, but, but we all did it together, man. We all had the same experience, and it was just fucking nice. But... We sacrificed mm-hmm. on the front end of that. Mm-hmm. We worked those hours. We put yep. that time in. Right. And there are a lot of times that that I do things with my kids and then I go, fuck. This is what my dad would have done. Right. And your children will never understand that. Again, the children will never understand the sacrifice you made until they are in your shoes right. and when Hunter's kids 
want to go swim with the dolphins, and he goes, oh, the fucking kids want to swim with the dolphins. Yeah. I, hey, I'm going to buckle down. I'm, this cruise is coming up. It's yeah. going to be X amount of dollars. I'm going to bust my ass and make this and do this yeah. for them. And in that moment, hopefully, mm-hmm. our kids will come to the same realization that we did. Right. They're like, fuck, this is what my parents. Yeah. This is why my parents were as crazy as they were. So I will sacrifice things that I fucking want. You know, like my shit. Like I, I will fucking not buy something for me that I'm like, hey, I need this or I want this or, or whatever the case. I Because I'm like, hey, I have this thing coming up. And there's, and that's not something that our kids need to know about. You know, they, they don't need to know that dad had to sacrifice whatever to, to take me here. You know, and, and as long as they... The joy, man, the fucking joy that the kids have. And, and if you listen to this podcast and you don't have kids, and I know that I have some friends that don't have kids, man, so you don't understand, but the joy that your kids get from doing things that you might think is fucking dumb or, or not even, like... Like, not even on your radar is amazing. Kendra and my kids would have been on vacations without me. Right, because you have to work. Because I have to work? Yeah. And and they've said, well, why can't Dad go? Right. Yeah, they don't understand. They're fucking, they don't understand. And Kendra said, well, Dad, like, has to work. And they go, well, why? Yeah. And they go, well, honey, because that's... That's life. That's like, life, yeah. and that's that's kind of the way it is. But they they've been on a couple vacations now where I yeah, I, you're not there. I I just have to say hey like I I can't do that right. And the kids don't get to have me on a vacation right. But when I was growing up, you know, I was born in Colorado, born and raised in Colorado. The building industry kind of started to die in Colorado, so my dad came to California. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a, a moment in time where my dad actually lived in Lake Havasu. Hmm. And he lived in our motorhome. Okay. And he was in charge of a building in Lake Havasu. Hmm. And we would drive out like two weekends a month to go see my dad. Right. And my mom would drive us out there in my dad's old work truck. <laughs> And we would hang out with my dad, and then we would be back in Denver for two weeks, and we're driving from from Denver to Lake Havasu. Fuck. And and we did that for a couple weeks, and then we ended up moving into Borrego Springs, which is a little tiny town in the desert in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and we moved to Borrego, and then we moved like every eight to twelve months. Really? And we, we bounced and bounced and bounced and bounced, and we ended up moving to Temecula, which is where my parents ultimately landed. But between, like, between 8 to 11 years old, I probably moved five times. Fuck. Sounds and, like my life, but it, my life was a product of divorces. <laughs> yeah, but, but what's funny is that it, this, this was a product of construction. Yeah, and, yeah, wherever the work is. And that's wherever the work was. And But even when we were in Colorado, my dad, even though the, he had a custom home building company, my dad had a dump truck, mm-hmm. and he would plow snow on the weekends. So here's what kids don't understand until they're older, right? Like, the, the fucking things that your parents do to make a life mm-hmm. for themselves, but for you, you know, to take care of you. Because at the end of the day, man, like, 
they have to fucking do these things to take care of you as a child, you know, and, and make sure that you're at least provided for, you know, and, and maybe you didn't have the greatest, you know, upbringing in, in life and Christmases and all these things because your parents were working their fucking asses off, but they did it to support you, which is something that you understand when you get older and you get into a, a career where you're like, fuck, I can't take this vacation. I can't. I, like, I want you guys to go. I want you to have fun, but I can't fucking go. But for those parents out there that are feeling guilty mm. about not being able to do that, like, yeah, I feel guilty that I didn't get to go to Jackson Hole yeah. and spend that week in Jackson Hole with my family uh, when they went on vacation. But uh, my dad didn't get to see us for a month at a time. Right. Yeah. And, and he wasn't on vacation. <laughs> he wasn't on vacation, <laughs> yeah. and he was working, and it was what he was providing for our family. So right. the, the, the grand scheme of thing, and there are still guys in my construction company and folks that, that work for our company, and they're gypsies. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, yeah, well, my family's here, but I'm going to go up to Santa Barbara for two months. Mm-hmm. And they go, but you live in the Inland Empire. Well, yeah, but... The works there, and my wife does this, and I'm and, and they come home uh, once a weekend or once all that. There's yeah. these huge sacrifices that they make to keep the family unit together and happy, but to keep a home provided. Right. So for us, the fact that me, I look at it as a hey, if I can't make every family vacation, it's better than dad's gone for right for months, yeah, yeah. months at a time. Yeah. To keep a roof over our head, so it, it's yeah. a win to me in that situation. No, hundred percent. And and we'll kind of we'll kind of wrap this up with take time for yourself. Oh yeah, because we've said it a, th- a couple times on this podcast, man, and 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 you should know it by now. Your company will be fine without you. Mm-hmm. If something happened to you tomorrow, your company's not gonna fucking quit. Your company's gonna be fine. So. Find the time to take time for yourself and your family, and and uh, take it from us, man. If if you don't, if you don't have families and, and you don't uh, you don't see the things how we see the things yet, you will. When you have a family and you have decisions to make, or or you have to work overtime because you want to pay for this vacation, or or you have to you know do this thing to pay rent, man. Like I mean, like early on, man. Like I was I was hourly at trench shoring, man, and I would work fifteen hours. I'd go out to the yard at the end of the day and build shores to get overtime, you know. And and it's the sacrifices that you make to to look out for your family, which we get, man. And and it's when you're older, when your kids are older, they'll appreciate it. But right now, they don't understand. Nope. Your your babies, man. Your kids just don't know why dad's not home or mom's not home. So, uh, so yeah, man, I think we wrap this one up, man, but sure. I think, uh, work-life balance is important, man, and, and your kids never understand why. Your, your kids are going to be the ones who don't get it. That's probably the best point we've made yeah. all night, and we've talked about this before. No one knows the life that you live except you. 100%. So they can all, anyone above you, anyone around you can assume all the things about your life. But it is just like we talked about driving down the freeway and looking at everyone else and all the other cars. There's a million other lives out there. We all don't know what we're all doing. No. No, and everybody's got their own shit too, like we said. So so be kind, man. And look, vacations are important. Time off is important. And, And I don't care if you are a high school teacher if you're a janitor, 
if you're a construction worker, if you are in sales, if you're the fucking president of the United States, vacation time is important for your mental health. Yep. You could work yourself to death and nobody would fucking care. Nobody bad an eye. If I was working right now, nobody would know. No. But I could be working my fucking ass off and nobody's going to give me any kudos or I'm not going to make any more money or, you know, any, anything. So you could work yourself to fucking death, but don't. Trust me, don't. And if you're not happy in your job, then it's not the job for you. We've said this before. You know, and and your family's important, man. Like, do the things that keep your family your family. Yes. It's not worth your relationship. It's not worth your kids. It's not worth all of your things for a job that will replace you if you die. I agree with you. So, So think big picture, everybody. Think about you. Think about what makes you happy, man. And, And remember, like, yeah, we have to work for fucking forever you know but mm-hmm. you're making other people rich and they're happy and they're on vacation and they're on their fucking yachts and they're hanging out with their family and, and why should they have it and you shouldn't exactly so you're important man and and don't let anybody fucking make you think that you're not make it a point to have dinner with your family make it a point to you know to do all the things and to be there for things and and to not you know, just be like, fucking, hey, I'm too tired. I don't want to go to your this or that or whatever. With that, man, we'll fucking wrap it up, you bunch of motherfuckers. We've been over here rambling for a little while. But, uh... It's all yeah, good things. I've been Jarrett. I've been Jack. And this has been Shattered Wisdom. And, uh, hey, man, we appreciate you guys, man. So, and just enjoy life. Yeah, look for good things. Yeah. Good things are coming our way. So. Yeah, stay positive and, and, and stay active, man. You guys have a good night. <laughs>